We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place exclusive interviews with players coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the odyssey app this is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news 98.7 and 1330 knss wichita's number one talk Good morning, 6 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Now, a light snow, fog, and 30 degrees. Wichita City crews, road crews, have been fully activated due to the wintry weather. More than 150 workers and 60 trucks with plows and spreaders have been out treating area roads with salt and sand mixture. Interim Assistant Director of uh, Wichita Public Works, Aaron Henning, says they focused on the emergency routes. We have designated routes that we treat, and uh, for the most part, we only treat those routes. Uh, again, the, the city's paved network is so vast, it would be impossible for us to effectively treat all the city streets. Kansas Governor Laura Kelly, during her State of the State address Tuesday evening, promoted her Axe the Tax plan to eliminate the state sales tax on food while calling for additional relief on diapers, school supplies, and retirement accounts. The governor said she also plans to fully fund special education in Kansas schools. The special education funding gap doesn't just impact students with special needs. It impacts every student because schools end up diverting funds away from other areas to provide these services. Kelly used her annual State of the State Address Tuesday to decry what she called efforts to turn parents against teachers and turn communities against their schools. Governor Kelly spoke about the pursuit of -of middle-of-the-road policies during Tuesday's State of the State Address. In reacting to her speech, Representative Nick Hoheisel, a Wichita Republican, remained skeptical. We've heard this rhetoric from her for years now. Uh, The matter of fact is she's vetoed more than any governor in recent memory. So we'll believe the bipartisanship line of hers when we see it. Police are investigating after a man's body was found in South Wichita. Investigators say 22-year-old Daniel Studebaker was found face down on South Southeast Boulevard Monday afternoon. He had been reported missing just a few hours before his body was found. Cause of death remains under investigation. Anyone with information about the case is asked to call police or Crime Stoppers at 267-2111. The Wichita City Council has received recommendations from the city's Ethics Advisory Board regarding work on the city's ethics policies. The board is currently staffed by the Public Policy and Management Center at Wichita State. The board has met three times to develop and discuss policy issues, board member qualifications, the selection of an ethics officer, and procedures needed for the public to file a valid ethics violation complaint. 
Kathy Sexton with PPMC said a valid complaint can't be an email or letter. So we thought really what would be best is to make a form that walks people through. This is a requirement. If you don't fill this blank in, you have not completed the requirements of this policy. And so we wanted to require a complaint form. Some of the board's next steps include scheduling policy revisions for a future council meeting, completing current ethics investigations, and creating training videos. Rodney Price, KNSS News. Cleanup efforts are underway in Texas after severe weather brought significant damage to suburbs outside Houston. Officials in Deer Park, Texas, confirming a tornado touched down Tuesday afternoon, leaving in its wake downed power lines and damage to multiple buildings. The power will be the biggest issue over the next 24 hours of getting that addressed and getting that turned back on. Deer Park Mayor Jerry Mouton providing an update hours after the tornado struck, urging residents to stay off the roads to allow crews to work on clearing those roads and restoring power. Mouton applauding residents for checking in on each other and thankful that his town has experienced no loss of life from these storms. Just grateful to God that uh, that he was able to protect uh, life in, in here and so we'll deal with the property and, and we will recover and rebuild. Matt Napolitano, Fox News. KNSS News time now, 6.04, four minutes past six o'clock. Stephen, 10 in the morning, KNSS, 6.09 now. Nine minutes past 6 o'clock. Sedgwick County Commissioners have joined Wichita City Council members for Local Government Day at the Kansas Legislature in Topeka. KNSS News asked County Commission Chair Pete Meitzner about the most important issues for South Central Kansas. We're still supporting big time the, uh, you know, hoping they'll take the, the step for securing the state mental health hospital in this region. and uh, And then, of course, we're supportive of KU and, and WSU getting getting together, uh, teaming up to do that uh, bioscience, uh, whatever the university they're going to be calling the college downtown. Weitzner commented during his weekly chat with Stephen Ted in the morning on KNSS. Former Vice President Mike Pence is returning a number of classified documents he had found in his home. Cox's Kevin Cork reports. FBI agents actually came to Pence's Indiana home on the night of January the 19th to retrieve documents that the former VP himself had located a few days earlier, that is, of course, with his attorneys. Now, the chair of the House Oversight Committee, James Comer of Kentucky, said in a statement, the former vice president's transparency stands in stark contrast to Biden White House staff who continued to withhold information from Congress and the American people. The Senate is holding a hearing on Ticketmaster after the website crashed during the pre-sale of a Taylor Swift concert tour in November. Fox's Jeff Paul reports. This all started to gain a lot of attention, especially with a bipartisan group of senators in mid-November. That's when Ticketmaster's site crashed during a Taylor Swift pre-sale. Thousands of fans lost out on tickets after waiting in an online queue for hours. Ticketmaster blamed it on a bot attack, which basically poses as people to then eventually resell and jack up the price on the secondary market. But senators on both sides of the aisle aren't buying it. Ticketmaster is the largest largest ticket seller in the world, which is owned by Live Nation Entertainment. Live Nation puts on a lot of these big-name shows, and many venues feel forced to use Ticketmaster out of fear that Live Nation would find a different venue. Live Nation President Joe Berktold apologizing for the fiasco Tuesday, and he's promising they will do better. 
The Republican National Committee is holding its winter meeting this week. The winter meeting of the Republican National Committee kicks off today in Southern California and is expected to include a three-way race for the position of RNC chairman. Current chair Ronna McDaniel is seeking a fourth term and is being challenged by MyPillow CEO Mike Lindell and Harmeet Dillon, who worked with former President Trump on election cases. The chair election is set to take place on Friday, the final day of the meeting, which is being held at the Waldorf Astoria in Dana Point, California, and is expected to be attended by its 168 voting members. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 612, 12 minutes past 6 o'clock. Traffic this morning conditions very different than what we were seeing yesterday. Uh, looking at the Kansas Department of Transportation website, they actually have... All of the uh, roadways here in Wichita listed as at least partially covered with snow. I'm seeing a lot of the roadways out there mainly wet as opposed to uh, just snow because of that treated uh, area. However, we've got some packed uh, snowpack on some of the roads out there, some icy spots. It's going to be slippery out there today. You're going to want to take extra time, drive slowly out there today. We've also got a couple of different slide-offs we've had uh, on I-235 over on the west side this morning. And we've got a traffic accident crash eastbound. Kellogg It's at the ramp from Meridian. So watch out for a traffic accident there. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. It's brought to you by Joe Dubrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire. Located downtown at Market and Waterman and online at carlstire.com. Your home for complete car care. And now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. The storm system that brought us some snow across south-central Kansas continues to make its way further east. It's going to be cloudy and breezy throughout the rest of today. Our high temperature, 36. Partly cloudy overnight, Charlo 23. Sunny on Thursday with a high 39. And a brief warm-up Friday to 51. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. Now cloudy sky, north wind at 16 miles per hour and 30 degrees. Stephen, 10 of the morning here on KNSS. Good morning, Ted Woodward. Hello, Steve McIntosh. The winter weather advisory for most of central Kansas is due to be lifted right about, well, about 6 o'clock, just a few minutes ago. Um, what was it? You just you just got in. What was the driving conditions? What were they like this morning? Oh, you were most, you were there's on snow on all the roadways. Is there? Got to go slow. Okay, got to keep it slow then. Main thoroughfare snow, snow as well? Yep. Well, oh, okay. Central Rock and Douglas, there's snow on all of them. Wow. Well, mm-hmm. you're, gonna, you're going to have to scrape your car when you leave this morning after the show. I am? Yep. Yeah. This will be covered with sec- snow and ice. My second scrape of the day. Yeah. Okay. Well, we had a cloudy, rainy day across central Kansas Tuesday. Wichita's high temperature was 36 degrees, normal high 45 as of midnight, one inch of snow near Eisenhower. I know it's uh, we've added to that since then. Um, Definitely, yeah. So you, you didn't stick a you didn't stick a ruler down in the snow out there. We could do that. I've got a ruler. We can go do that. I did not. Okay. Today it's a couple. Is, today is it's right where they forecasted a couple inches. It's a couple. They were saying up to three. Uh, let's see. Today is Wednesday, January twenty fifth. 2023, on this date in 1915, America's first official transcontinental telephone call took place as Alexander Graham Bell, who was in New York, spoke to his former assistant, Thomas Watson, who was in San Francisco over a line set up by American Telephone and Telegraph. Don't you know the quality when that was really good? But uh, still, 
What a big what are, step. What an amazing, huge step thing to think about. Yeah. It's, uh, it's just like when they, when they completed the railroad across the country. Put the country way ahead. Or the transatlantic cable. Yeah. Mm. Just amazing stuff. Walmart says U.S. workers will get pay raises next month. Increasing starting wages to between $14 and $19 an hour. Company president CEO John Ferner told employees in a memo that the pay raises will be reflected in their March 2nd paychecks and will come through a combination of targeted and regular annual pay increases. Workers at 3,000 stores will get raises, increasing average pay to $17.50 an hour, up from $17, it's average. Starting wages currently range between $12 and $18 an hour, depending on the location. So Walmart is raising pay. Yeah, well, that, and then they, what they didn't say is they're raising their health rates, too. So yeah, the health care rates go yeah, up the, 20%. They usually yeah. go up as well, so it usually <laughs> ends up being a wash or you end up being behind. Yeah. Well, Still, you got to pay raise. Yeah. You know, the, with egg prices more than doubling in the past year, calls are coming for an investigation into possible price gouging. Got some interesting information here, Ted. U.S. Senator Jack Reed of Rhode Island sent a letter asking for the Federal Trade Commission to investigate whether egg prices have been improperly manipulated by producers. But even though roughly 43 million of the 58 million birds slaughtered over the past year to help control bird flu have been egg-laying chickens, the size of the total flock has only been down 5 to 6% at any one time from its normal size of about 320 million hens. 320 million. Wow. National average retail price of a dozen eggs hit $4.25 in December. Of course, it's up from that now. It's up. That's up from $1.79 a year earlier. Gosh, what is it now? Right? Seven bucks? Right about seven? It is? Really? Yeah. Shelly Shelley bought one a dozen the other day. I think it's seven. Wow. Are very close to $7. Eggs. It's what's for dinner. <laughs> 617, Steve and Ted in the morning here on KNSS. It's time for Lead Off Sports Now with Ted Woodward. Ted? Yes, and we look at Shocker basketball action tonight. Shockers are home at Coke Arena hosting Tulane this evening. The Shocks have won three of their last four games. FanDuel really can't even decide who's going to win this game. Really? Has the Shockers as a one-half-point underdog, which basically is a toss-up. Yep. And, of course, last year, that's pretty much a reflection of the meetings these teams had last year. Last year, they played twice, and Tulane won both those games, both by one point. So wow. you might think these are pretty evenly matched teams. Uh, Mike Kennedy and Dave Dahl will begin their pregame coverage at 7 o'clock. The game will tip off at 8 o'clock tonight at Coke Arena. You can listen live on 103.7 KEYN. We had men's basketball action last night. Number 5, Kansas State on the road visiting 12th-ranked Iowa State. And the Wildcats found out why Iowa State just does not lose home games. Iowa State won the game 80-76. Iowa State now 11-0 on home court this season in Ames. 14,000 fans there for a sellout. First time the K-State has lost this season when leading at halftime. And it's the first time they've lost this year by single digits. Only a four-point loss. So, after that game last night, there is now a three-way tie for first place atop the Big 12 Conference. These two teams, K-State, Iowa State, and Texas, are tied for first place atop the conference at the moment. We had basketball action last night in the JUCO ranks for Butler Community College. The women and the men on the road way up in the northwest part of the state at Colby make out of a game that got snowed out last week. The Butler women 
are ranked 23rd in the nation, and they won big. They won by 41 points, beating Colby 91-50, to handing Colby its 17th loss in a row. Butler women are on a six-game winning streak. They're now 16-3. and After that, it was the Butler men, 16th-ranked Butler, visiting Colby. And Dennis Higgins had the call of the game over on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Pass goes to Brown, kicks it out. Here's a left-wing three by Payne. No, it rims out. Oda Kana gets the rebound and dunks it. Oh, my, look at the stanchion shake. Isaac Odekana off the miss three by Payne. Got the rebound, turned, pivoted, and slammed it through. It looked for a moment like the backboard might come down. <laughs> and Butler goes on to win that. It was close, 72-67. <laughs> Colby loses its 12th in a row. Butler, meanwhile, is on a six-game winning streak. The Butler men now 16-4 and on the season. They get their first win in Colby in seven years. And Butler turns right around and plays again tonight, back-to-back nights. Butler staying in the northwest part of the state, going over to Goodland to visit Northwest Kansas Tech, a team that has lost eight in a row. And once again, Dennis Higgins will have Butler action tonight. Live coverage for Dennis at 8.15 tonight. You can listen live on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. And we have a couple of elite high school basketball players right here in the Wichita area. And last, uh, we got some news of this yesterday. On the girls' side of things, Derby girls' basketball superstar Addie Brown was named to the McDonald's High School All-American roster. She's going to be headed to Iowa State when she's done at Derby. And on the boys' side of things, up at Sunrise Christian Academy in Bel Air, Matas Buzelis, 6 feet 10. He is also named to the McDonald's High School All-American roster, and he's already committed to play in the NBA G League when he's done at Sunrise Christian. So we have a couple of high school All-Americans right here in the Wichita area. Go watch them play. That's sports with Stephen Ted. 621 now. Keep it here for Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Organization is the key to success. Aha. Let me repeat that, Ted. Organization is the key to success. Sounds right. Not repetition? What? Coming up, Dr. Sanjay Gupta, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. This is Stephen Tad on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward. It's 6.30 on this Wednesday morning, 30 degrees. It's up to the Speaker of the House and the President to figure out a debt limit deal. Any solution to raising the debt limit rests with talks between House Speaker Kevin McCarthy and President Biden, Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell says. So I think it's entirely reasonable for the new speaker and his team to put spending reduction on the table. Press Secretary Corrine Jean-Pierre insists the debt limit should be raised without conditions. They want to uh, cut Uh, programs that Americans have paid into, that's going to hurt senior citizens, that's going to hurt our veterans, that's going to hurt taxpayers. President Biden says he does plan to meet with McCarthy about reducing the debt and deficits. At the White House, Jared Halpern, Fox News. An investigation is underway in Finney County in western Kansas after a woman was found dead outside her home Monday afternoon in Canton, Kansas. The woman identified as 52-year-old Brianna Lance, the KBI, says that she had signs of injury and trauma. Her 18-year-old son was arrested on suspicion of second-degree murder. City council members got a progress report on a project to make healthy food more accessible to Wichita. The Healthy Corner Store Initiative project is about three-quarters of the way complete. 
Work began in 2020 to create a city and county food system master plan with a goal of improving access to healthy food. Project partners say several factors are key to making the program successful. They stress the importance of working with existing food distribution organizations who have experience in transporting produce to the marketplace. Stores must also have support to display and market the produce and to be able to accept government assistance programs like SNAP and WIC. The project steering committee has identified neighborhoods of low income and low access to transportation that would benefit greatly from the pilot project. The goal is for six stores to open by the end of this year, another 12 by the end of 2024. Rodney Price, KNSS News. The gunman suspected of killing three people at a convenience store yesterday in the state of Washington is now dead. Hours after the manhunt began for 21-year-old Jared Haddock, confirmation that the suspect took his own life. The suspect uh, apparently shot and killed himself, and that was prior to officer's arrival. Yakima Police Chief Matt Murray, authorities tipped off by a 911 caller who had loaned her phone to Haddock. He then called his mother and he made several incriminating statements, including, I killed those people. Police initially surrounding a nearby home where Haddock was believed to be inside, it was determined he was no longer there. The motive behind the shooting remains unknown, but the Yakima Police Department continues to investigate. Matt Napolitano, Fox News. As the drought continues across the western U.S., some communities are facing municipal water shortages. Sedgwick County Commission Chair Pete Meitzner tells KNSS News, Sedgwick County's in good shape water-wise. But having two sources of water, meaning Cheney Lake, which really continues, so I think it's like the only large state lake that doesn't have a, a lot of silt and, and, and runoff that has to be dredged based on our, our agreements with the farms that go along the river there that feed that. And then we've got the, uh, you know, the aquifer as another source of water. So uh, we've got two sources, and uh, I think it's balanced out pretty well. Meitzner commented during his weekly chat with Stephen Ted in the morning on KNSS. KNSS News Time now, 6.34 with Stephen Ted. Let's take a look at the forecast with KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. As snow began yesterday in Wichita, much of it melted as it hit the ground, but officially we're seeing just over an inch and a half of accumulation through the duration of this storm. It's now making its way further east, becoming breezy today with cloud cover, our high 36. Partly cloudy and 23 overnight, tomorrow's high 39. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holiday. And a cloudy sky now, 30 degrees, and we have a north wind at 16 miles per hour. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS, 634 on this, uh, on this Wednesday morning. Some people call it hump day. They get over the middle and then go down the other side. See, On this date in 1971, Charles Manson and three women followers were convicted in Los Angeles of murder and conspiracy in the 1969 slayings of seven people, including actor Sharon Tate. Ted, it was yesterday that uh, you were mentioning Sharon Tate's birthday. Was either, that yesterday or it's either, It was yesterday. It was yesterday. She would have been, yesterday would have been her 80th birthday. And this was the day they finally convicted Charles yeah. Manson and all those people. Sad, sad story. Sad thing. All right, uh, 634, Stephen Ted. Cannons boomed and pirates galore Arr! swarmed downtown Tampa Tuesday in a prelude to this weekend's Gasparilla Pirate Fest. It's expected to draw up to half a million a revelers yep. to the shores of the bay. 500,000 people coming into the Tampa area. 
Day's events uh, was a demand by the costumed pirates that Mayor Jane Castor turn over a key to the city so that the pirate invasion may be averted. Of course, just as mayors have done for more than a century, uh, Castor refused. And so it was decided the invasion and parade will occur Saturday as planned. Gasparilla Pirate Fest has been held in Tampa almost every year since 1904. It is named for the mythical pirate Jose Gaspar, who legend has it plundered ships and captured hostages in the Gulf of Mexico from the 1780s until around 1821. Pirate. Uh, yeah. very similar to our Riverfest. A fictional character. Yep. But ours nice weather, except theirs takes place on the water. Yeah. There seems to be a, their, their person, their pirate there, seems to be a little more intimidating than our. Than the wind wagon? Than the, <laughs> the admiral? Yeah. Uh, when the uh, war on marijuana came sweeping through uh, his New York City housing project decades ago, Roland Connor found himself in and out of jail. Now, at age 50, he has opened the state's first legal cannabis dispensary to be run by someone previously punish, punished under New York's cold prohibitionist drug laws. The shop in Manhattan's Greenwich Village is called Smacked. It is New York's second legal place to buy recreational marijuana, but the first to benefit from a program that set aside dispensary licenses for people with pot-related criminal convictions. Connor is also receiving support from a public-private fund to aid social equity intended to help address or redress the ravages of the war on drugs, especially in communities of the poor. Yeah, redress of the war on drugs. I mean, you know, there are people who have gone to jail and prison for many, many years. Yeah. For the, this was the, for even the slightest or the smallest uh, amount of marijuana. But uh, just a reminder, it's still against federal law, right? <laughs> yeah, it is true. So, even though, even though a majority of states have now legalized it. That's right. 6.37 now, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS, and uh, time for our commodities update with Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities. Good morning, Tom. Well, good morning, Steve and Ted. After trading negative most of the session yesterday, the cattle complex closed on the two-sided uh, situation with the feeder cattle on the negative side and live cattle positive. Now, the higher wheat and corn futures yesterday likely helped to pressure the feeder cattle along with some profit taking. Now, there has been no cash cattle trading volume reported so far this week. Lean hog futures traded mostly negative and closed negative yesterday, and there was more new lows made for the current slide to the downside with deferred lean hog contracts having the largest losses. On the close yesterday, April live cattle, 75 cents higher. 161.30 March feeder cattle 32 cents higher 183.60 in April lean hog 7 cents lower at 85.37 now the wheat and corn futures yesterday experienced a turnaround Tuesday as they closed positive with double digit gains back on Monday they were making new lows for the current slide the Texas updated winter wheat crop condition ratings showed lower uh, conditions compared to what the report showed two months ago 
next week when we will see reports from Kansas, Oklahoma, and other neighboring states. At the moment, we have March KC wheat trading 10 and a quarter cents higher at 844. March corn's up a penny and three quarters at 678 and three quarters, with March soybeans down seven and three quarters at 1480 and three quarters. March crude oil, four cents lower at 80 dollars and eight cents. February gold, eight dollars and 70 cents lower at 1926.70. March S&P, 31 and three quarter points lower at 4001. March dollar index, 14 cents higher at 101.81. And March Dow Jones futures down 239 points at 33,585. For commodity trading or ag marketing advisory, contact Leffler Commodities on the phone or on the web by using 866-GO-TO-TOM. Tom, the price of eggs, uh, we were talking about, talking about that earlier this morning here with Steve and Ted, and I think it's up, what, a dozen for about seven bucks, or do you know? It varies where you're at, and then the other thing I keep hearing is some places, they sell out pretty quick and there isn't none on the shelves. There's not, nothing there. Mm. Well, that's a, that would be a shortage. Uh so are there any big poultry operations here in Kansas? None that I'm aware of, but all you got to do is go down into southeast Kansas and you get pretty close to them. There might be some down there because you've got them in Oklahoma and Arkansas down there, very large uh, operations. You know, you're talking about the price of eggs. Now, we all realize we have inflation going on. It has been going on for the last couple of years. But they always want to throw in this story about high-priced eggs with inflation, where really the biggest reason egg prices are up is because we've seen a record level of bird flu hit the United States, killing a record number of laying hens. Right. It's a, it's a shortage of birds, and, and yeah, they've got to slaughter millions of them. <clears throat> what, exactly. Why don't they just give the bird, the chickens, a, a nice bird flu shot or something? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure that really worked real good for people. Well, if, it, if you've got something like that, of course they could put them all in big cages and drive them up to Dillon's or some clinic someplace and just uh, <laughs> just give them a shot. What do you think? Now, I don't think th- I don't think that's going to work. It's another Steve. scheme that I have that's probably not going to work. Okay. Thank you, Tom. Hey, what's the snow situation in Augusta right now? I wear white over here. White. Uh, you know, a lot of that was melting when it came down because temperatures weren't cold enough. But it did leave a little skiff of white snow around the areas. I would say maybe we accumulated less than an inch. Less than an inch. All right. Uh, thank you, sir. 641 now. Steve and Ted here on KNSS. Coming up, Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker. What you should know about Social Security when you turn 50. Oh, as on the way. Better listen up. Don Grant coming up. Stephen's head of the morning here on KNSS. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Steve at 10 in the morning, KNSS, 645 here on this Wednesday morning. Three big things. Three. Overnight storm brings rain and snow to central Kansas. Two. Tornado causes heavy damage in Houston suburb. No fatalities reported. One. Kansas Governor Kelly pushes middle-of-the-road policies and food tax cut in state-of-the-state speech. Three big things, Steve and Ted on KNSS. KDOT listing the highways here in the Wichita area as partially snow-covered or snow-packed out there. I'm mostly seeing wet roadways on the highways. It looks like they're doing a pretty good job of keeping them fairly clear. But things, again, are wet, and it's still cold out, so you could run into a few slippery spots here and there. Be very, very careful. Also, remember that the majority of the Wichita City streets are going to be untreated. The uh, residential streets and the side streets untreated out there so be very very cautious uh, as you drive today traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 knss i'm jed chambers mostly cloudy today with a high of 36 degrees partly cloudy and cool tonight the overnight low 23 and then on thursday mostly sunny tomorrow's high 39 degrees now a cloudy sky a north wind at 16 miles per hour and 30 degrees KNSS weather brought to you by the Monarch, open at 11 a.m. for lunch Monday through Sunday. The Monarch, 579 West Douglas in Delano. Stephen Ted here on KNSS. Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker in the studio. Good morning, Don. Good morning, sir. Be with you in just a second. Wall Street watched Tuesday as more earnings reports show both gains and losses for America's biggest companies. Markets ending the day mixed as industrial and financial sectors moved higher. The Dow ending up posting gains for the third straight day. 3M was down after missing Wall Street expectations on earnings and the international giant announced job cuts of 2,500. Meanwhile, U.S. business activity contracted less than expected in January. In New York, Jerry Willis, Fox News. The Dow closed up 104 points, S&P down 3 points, and the Nasdaq down 30 points. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. What should you know about Social Security when you turn 50? Hmm. Don Grant, CFP, the money <clears throat> tracker, here with the answer to that question. Good morning, Don. Well, good morning, Stephen, Ted, and Jad. You know, most workers probably know that they will be able to trigger Social Security sometime around age 65. They may also understand that they could begin collecting earlier, albeit they may not know the true impact of filing before full retirement age of 67. So they put off learning about benefits until just before they think they can retire. Well, if you're 50 now, I say start planning. If you understand how you accrue Social Security points that translate to your benefit, you can make better decisions on what kind of retirement you have available to you. 
Most importantly, you'll know what other resources you'll need to enjoy a great lifestyle. And here are some of those things to know. First of all, how long your work and how much you really you, you make really matters. Your 35 highest earning years determine how much you'll receive. You can qualify with fewer earning years, but zero will be figured into the calculation for any years fewer than 35. Any year over 35 will knock out lower earning years and replace it with the higher one. The longer you wait to collect, up to age 70, will dramatically add to your annual benefit. Understand the conditions so you can make the best decision. Social Security was designed to supplement your retirement, not cover you completely. In your 50s, you can plan to create additional streams of reliable income to cover what Social Security doesn't. The highest earning spouse may want to work the longest because a surviving spouse will receive those higher benefits. Social Security is not going away. A deficit, if projected to occur around 2035, if Congress doesn't come up with a plan. Now, benefits may be reduced, but they are not going away, of course, unless we get a crazy Congress. <laughs> As with just about anything, the better you plan, the more prepared you will be. Sit down with a certified financial planner professional to go over your long-range financial plans. The earlier, the better. And, of course, if you have any questions, give me a call. The number is 267-0600. As for me, Don Grant. Yeah, there are a couple of things that could be done, and uh, we talked about them before with Social Security, and uh, to be solvent for forever. Oh, yeah. And one thing, that, I don't, where are we at on this? At one point, anybody who, uh, after they got past uh, making about, I think, $200,000, they no longer contributed. Social yeah, the cap the cap, the cap keeps going up, and that's that's one of the things that's been changing. I mean, they've been changing when you need to take your RMDs. Yeah, and they're talk about raising that cap, and I, I don't have any problem with that. You know I, what I, I mean? I Just mean. because it would it would it would cover more people. Now, keep in mind, keep in mind, right now the highest amount you can make as a seventy year old is somewhere around four thousand bucks a a month. Okay, which is a pretty pretty high payout if you wait till age seventy and you had very high income. Okay. Okay. Well, let's say it goes beyond you are taxed beyond two hundred and thirty five thousand dollars in income or whatever the threshold is right now. That means that those people who are paying up to say a half a million dollars or something like that could end up making ten thousand bucks a month. Hmm. Okay. You know, and I mean it would be proportional. But then again, there are there are the odds that they may not live so long, and that they may have paid so much, you know. So, but but it could it could help bring it up for a lot of uh, uh, it could help make it more solvent. Yep. We we keep talking about it year in and year out, but uh, nothing ever happens. Hey, Ted's ready to collect right now. Ted's ready to yeah. <laughs> give him a you got him, that right. Get that retirement <laughs> pay going. Okay, today is National Irish Coffee Day. Mm. Begin the day with a mug of strong coffee, Irish whiskey, sugar, and top it with a layer of cream. Oh, it's delicious. Is it? I don't know. Well, I, you know, there's a place. You've never had Irish coffee? No. Wow. God. You're a Scotsman wow. and you've never had Irish coffee? It's Irish, man. I don't have anything to do with well, that. Well, I can tell you the, the, the place that claims to have invented the Irish coffee is the Buena Vista Bar in San Francisco near Girardelli. Mm, I've true. been there many times, and they'll line up like 20 mm-hmm. glasses at once and just pour right across. And My mm. information says on a cold, wet day in 1942, 
Weary travelers to the small Shannon Airport in southwest Ireland found their way to a restaurant and Chef Joe Sheridan. To warm his guests, he served them hot coffee spiked with whiskey and topped with whipped cream. Wow. Well, then Joe moved to San Francisco travel, and started serving them at the Buena Vista. <laughs> travel writer Stanton Delaplane brought Irish coffee to the United States after having it at Shannon Airport. That's what I've got here. You could be right, though. Well, you know, it's, it's very possible. It's very possible. It's the Buena Vista is just known for Irish coffee. Yeah. That's probably what it is. I, I like the Irish version better. All right. Well, at the Shannon Airport. Shannon Airport. Yeah. Never, never been there. All right, okay. so that, what you got, Dad? You got some traffic there? Uh, yeah, looks like we got a big traffic accident now really uh-huh. backing things up on uh, I-235, 25th Street North is the area, so north of Zoo Boulevard there. Oh, yeah, the, uh, yeah 25th, yeah. Northbound mm. I-235 there, you're going to want to avoid it. Well, I came to work this morning, and it was just wet, okay? And I'm going down 54, headed eastbound, and just plugging away. It's, you know, there's not much traffic, going about 60 miles an hour. And I look over on the other side, the westbound, and there is a pickup truck sideways. Jeez. Just stopped across like three lanes sideways. I couldn't see if there was anybody there, but I think, how wow. do you do that unless you were just. Well, you slide, yeah, you and you gotta have a truck slide, that's gotta, got, doesn't have a lot of weight in the back. And it's probably rear wheel drive. Probably somebody, he tried to hit the brakes because somebody's coming close yeah. or something. Yeah. And he slid sideways, but why would he just stop there and not. Keep going. I well, do you think that he was he trying to? Or yeah, do you think he was trying to move it and get it out of there yeah, with the lights I, on it? I didn't see. I don't think there were lights in it. So, well, anyway, that's a good place if you're out there on 54 this morning. Well, you should have shown him. You should have turned around and gone down there and just hit the side of his car and said, "What are you doing?" You really? You think I'm going to do that? No, not okay. That was that was Let's not a good be idea. Realistic, shall I'm we? Sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Thank you, Don. Stay warm today. See, so you got your. Nanook of the North Park are there. I do. Yeah. I got my Helly Hansen jacket on because it's cold out. Yeah, yeah. and I figured it's a snow day. I didn't put on slacks and a nice shirt. I put on jeans. boy. And my snowshoes. Yeah. Looking nice. Good. Yeah. Thank you, Don. Okay, coming up here at 7 o'clock, top of the hour news this morning with Stephen Ted. Rain and snow across central Kansas. Got that story. And Governor Kelly delivered her State of the State speech last night. And we've got the coverage. On the way, Stephen Ted in the morning on KNSS. Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services, LLC, member of FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Saber Wealth is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 